This is Bloomberg Business Week from Bloomberg Radio. I'm Carol Masser. And I'm Tim Stenevec. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business Week Extra. It's our weekly podcast bringing you an interesting interview from the week. Gotta say, this was one of our favorite interviews when we did it. Um, and to be fair, we did it about a week ago. It's with Anthony Denier. He's the CEO of the commission-free online trading platform, Webull. Yeah, he also happens to be an Alibaba alum. And look, Webull also got caught up in that frenzied trading around meme stocks like GameStop, AMC, and others, just like Robinhood did. Right. And they put restrictions on trading like after the chaos. And you might recall Bloomberg Business Week, we recently reported on the company. Uh, Webull apparently has been peeling off users from rival Robinhood. It's increased its roster of brokerage clients. Check this out, Tim. About tenfold last year to more than two million. And that was before all of the craziness around GameStop, which, of course, we talked about with the CEO. Here's our conversation with Anthony Denier. We did not have a say in the matter. Uh, we're an introducing firm. We do not operate our own clearinghouse, right? So we do not put any customer, we do not put any collateral on behalf of customers to settle all the transactions that happen on our platform. We are simply a portal. So our third-party clearinghouse called me at approximately 9.58 a.m. and informed me that they may not be able to settle new buy orders in three particular names, the three most popular ones that we're seeing on Reddit. And I had to make the hard decision to send out a message to our users that we are not able to support buy orders. Why was that a decision you had to make? Why was that a decision you had to make? It sounds like it wasn't even a decision. Like you had to send that. Well, you're right. I had to send it. Exactly. I mean, I could have, I could have went back to the clearinghouse and said, no, I'm going to keep the orders open. And what possibly could have happened is those trades would have failed, which would have cascaded into a much bigger problem. So maybe you're right. I did not have a, I did not have a decision to make. Well, so, so where, what is the issue that needs to be fixed here in order to, to, to be able to actually make trades when, when, when your users want to make trades, what needs to be fixed? Uh, well, first off, there's a two-day, two-business-day waiting period for settlement, right? The systems that go into settling uh, transactions are very antiquated, to put it lightly. They're working on technology that was built decades ago, right? It used to be T plus three. Now it's T plus two. There is talk that they're going to work till T plus one. That's two whole days that massive amounts of capital need to be allocated as collateral to deal with margin requirements at the DTC clearinghouse. So what needs to be done? We need to implement new technology, i.e. blockchain, which has been talked about for a long time. But when you're taking an old system and trying to bring it into the new world, that does take time. Um, So there needs to be technology, technological advances in order to ensure that this does not happen again. So that's what we're trying to get to. Like, (laughs) what's the problem? Was it traders? individual retail investors, you know, doing something wrong? Or was it just a case that the infrastructure, the logistics just doesn't quite work? As you say, antiquated systems. Is that the problem? Uh, now, that's a that's a loaded question a little bit, because on on the surface, I will say that that is the problem. Now, obviously, I think what's going on is a little deeper than just the market mechanics of trade settlement. Okay. Right now, if you if you want to talk about the story of why specific brokerages stop the new opening positions or i.e. buy orders of these specific stocks. Yes, it was a market mechanic. It was a lack of capital. Right. And fear of counterparty risk. Mm-hmm. That was the reason for that. But more underlying is why are these masses having a populist movement going against what you know they would call you know, the institutions. Right. The, the hierarchy, you know, um, you know the suits. 
there's an unlevel playing field that's been going on for a long time. And, and, and firms like Weeble have been aggressively trying. We've been trying since we started two and a half years ago. Open up the playing field. I don't, I'm not even going to bother using the word democratization because it gets used too much. We're giving access to uh, not only tools, but access to markets and trading strategies that retail investors had never had access to. Right? But, or if they did have access to, they had to have huge amounts of capital at the firm, or they had to pay ridiculous fees, or platform fees, subscription fees, or commissions. And we removed that, and that started uh, that started the trend. And now they want the playing field level on all levels, right? Why does why does institutions get the ability to have a 10x leverage capability with portfolio margin, where regulation uh, well, stops a retail investor from 2x leverage? Well, you know, someone would say. Forgive me, not my words or my assessment, but smart investor versus dumb investor. Do individual retail investors really understand the implications of that kind of leverage? I think they're really starting to. Okay. <laughs> and, and like I said, I not my assessment. Yeah. Um, hey, Anthony, give us some numbers uh, from, from this week. I mean, what kind of increase in action did you see on the platform? We saw some of these trading apps move to the top of the uh, iTunes app store. So obviously, there was a lot of activity. Yeah, um, a lot of activity is probably putting it lightly. Um, we've, we've been very fortunate to have to be growing at a, at a very fast pace over the course of the past year and a half, in particular, coinciding with uh, the whole retail trading world going to zero commission. It opened up retail investing to a whole new demographic of user. Most of those users were app-based users, right? We are an app-based platform. Our demographic tends to skew younger because we are so app-specific. Um, so we've been very fortunate to have good growth numbers now that this, you know, this movement has gone viral, so to speak, it's reopened that. It's the new reawakening of zero commission. It's people realizing that, hey, I can take control. I can make changes. I can improve the system. So we went from, you know, I, uh, you know, I would look and scroll in the finance category of app, you know, of the, right. on the app store, whether it's Android or iOS. And, you know, I, I, was get, I, I put up a couple of posts. I was really excited because we made the top 10 in the finance section. Uh, we were nowhere near in the top 30 for overall apps compared to like TikTok and Zoom and Instagram. And, and now if you look for the last couple of days, it's been Robinhood number one, Weeble yeah. number two, and Reddit number three, which basically tells the story of what's going on. So bottom line, 20 seconds, it's just made you even that much more popular? It has increased our popularity. Um, it's also increased our need to make sure that customers are informed, educated, we're transparent about what we're doing, why we're doing it. Right. Um, you know, these are things that, that make a, a successful product. So you've grown 40%, 30%. Can you give us a number I, just quick? Are you fishing for a number? I appreciate Yeah, we that. are. Num <laughs> number, number, number two in the app store. That was Webull CEO Anthony Denier. You've been listening to Bloomberg Business Week Extra. Be sure to listen to our Bloomberg Business Week daily radio show airing live Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg Radio. Watch us, too, on our daily broadcast on YouTube. Just search Bloomberg Global News. And you can also see me on Bloomberg Quick Take, available on Bloomberg.com slash QT and streaming platforms like Roku, Apple TV, Samsung TV, and more. I'm Tim Stenebeck. Find Tim at 9 a.m. and noon every day on Quick Take. I'm Carol Masser. This is Bloomberg.